0: everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric and I will be your host for this evening where we will be reviewing The Blackening. This is a horror comedy in theaters in the year of our Lord, 2023. We're gonna talk about that coming up here shortly. First off, joining me from Manhattan, New York City. Please welcome (laughs) John Schnarrs to the show. Hello, Eric. Hello, John.
1: Cool. Next how, up how on the show,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so much for all that small talk skill we've been Next, hearing. <laughs> Legendary right. small talk I, don't, <laughs> I don't
0: like to interrupt Eric's flow. I like to let him run. You know, it's a good, that's a good, that's a good instinct, John. Next up on the show from the Bay Area, that's in California. Please welcome yes. Rachel to the show.
1: Hey, everybody from the home of. Uh, where everybody likes to have an opinion about things that they maybe should or shouldn't. I'm glad we have assembled this quorum to discuss this movie tonight. (laughs) This should be good. Listen,
0: I'm allowed to go see movies, Rachel. Okay. You are. Um, And if you miss, if you're not on Patreon, you missed the pre-show, you missed some real good uh, trauma dumping from Rachel and I. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. John kind of ruined our children, party. And then I came in and be like, what trauma? John came in and was like, business.
1: <laughs> talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I did say
0: that. He did tell us to talk about sports. It's true. Um, well, I can't wait here. We got a, a very interesting movie to dive into tonight. So let's take a quick break and discuss The Blackening. This is it, Jennifer. <laughs> Your big break in TV. <laughs> Main feature John Schnars. Eric. <laughs> How was your uh, theatrical experience
3: in this movie? <laughs> so, I mean, I think as we'll discuss... This is not a film that we were the audience that the director had in mind when he was making. When I say we, I mean, we're three Caucasian Americans. Um, uh, I had a good time. Here's the thing. And if you're going to see a movie, if you're going to see any comedy, you want to be in a space where there's other people and the other, and, and people are just like having a good time. Like the energy of. Yeah. The theater is important and like pretty good energy. I, I mean, so we saw the second weekend. We didn't see it opening weekend. It didn't like kill in the opening weekend. My theater, I saw the Sunday night. It was like half full. I mean, we were in one of the smaller theaters of, you know, the the Megaplex I was in. Um, but I was surprised because when I booked my ticket, I booked my ticket like Saturday afternoon for, the, for like a Sunday evening showing. And I was the first person to reserve a seat. You know, how they like show you. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be the only person in this theater, like, seeing this movie. It's going to be super weird. John, when and, you get to pick a seat, what's your go-to seat? I mean, I I go pretty middle. Like, I want, like, middle. Sometimes I'll look like, where is the, um, the handicapped row? Because you want to be sort of, like, one behind that although that sometimes. backfired against me uh, i can whatever we don't need to get the down handicap
2: down.
0: right behind the the yeah like that row can be good unless if the theater's
3: too compacted you can sometimes be too close to the screen when you're there so in new york and me i don't know i'm sure there's like counter examples people give me it's almost like too it's almost hard to get too close to the screen like very few of the theaters the even the very front row it's not that bad uh, like, not like when I was growing up and, you know, you'd be in the front row and you're like,
2: ah, it, they've, I have a formula done away down. with
0: that. I feel like you find the midpoint of the theater and then you go two rows back from that. Cause I like to be wow. a little back from it. And then I go, I find the very middle seat and I go two to the left. Okay.
3: Because that is my personal. I do the opposite. Zone, I find the middle and I prefer to go forward from the middle oh. because I'm like, I, I'm like there's other people like Eric and it matches our personality, John. You yeah, know? but I want to be
1: you lean in. I don't want really to lean the in.
3: Screen around me, you know. <laughs> you yeah. lean
1: out into the <laughs> left. It's like a magic bullet that got JFK <laughs> back into the left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you thinking about it now, John Schnars. Yeah, please bring us the word of the day,
3: Eric. Today's word is Sambo, S-A-M-B-O, Sambo. Um, I did email you both just to check to see if this was appropriate, but I, I mean, it's certainly relevant because this is a word that is used frequently in this film. Um, it is a word I was familiar with. I certainly have never used because I knew it would have, it would be impolite to use in virtually every setting. Impolite. Um, but, it's also like not a popular or like common word anymore. And so I don't know like, or at least like it's not something you like hear really. So, Sambo... it's more just, like a historical pop culture thing at this point that is mm, It's it's kinda, a it's a historic racial slur is what I would say. It's interesting
0: to me that they presume you know about it in this movie, not that you like really need to know that much, like you can still but you do younger there are audiences, context clues. <laughs> but like do younger audiences, younger people are not smart. Right
3: no, now. but well, all right, sorry, hold on, just to respond to that quickly. And then let me actually do the definition. There's a lot of things in this movie that I sort of like knew about, but I, I actually don't know if they are more relevant or familiar in like black culture than like I, as we joke about on the show, I'm not like on the internet that much. So, like, I'm not always dead. Yeah, me me neither. But then, like, Uh, there's, uh, like, you know the other thing I'm not that in touch with? Black culture. Like, I I just, I'm not. Like, I pick up, like, (laughs) what's in the sort of, like, ether here in New York City. Like, I live in Manhattan. Like, so, like, I'm, like, exposed to a lot of different Have you ever been on Black Twitter? I
0: already know the answer to that question, but...
3: Eric, I'm not on Twitter. Like, I'm not on Twitter, period. So I, I am familiar with the idea that Black Twitter is a thing. Period with the, a T. Yes. No. no.
1: <laughs> there's there
3: is a there's a joke about Black Twitter in this movie that like I, I like chuckled at, although it's like a little, I don't know, whatever. There, we can talk about it. Um, in any event, Sambo. Uh, a derogatory term for a black person. That's the first definition. It says, and and this is on the Google define thing, it says offensive. A derogatory verb, for but it's like, okay, thank you. Um, historical. <laughs> this is, it says historical. A person of mixed race, especially Black and Indian or Black and European blood. Um, okay. Uh, the origin. So, two, there's two different origins. And I did, I looked at the Wikipedia briefly and it's sort of similar. Like, there's like whatever. It, it just like kind of came out of culture, but from like a bunch of different directions. The one fula f-u-l-a is the is the um origin fula is like the language the word sambo means uncle and then also the in in american spanish zambo z-a-m-b-o uh mm. a kind of yellow monkey which obviously that is like super yeah not not appropriate oh, but no. um <laughs> The first, so the word Sambo is used, it's like around the like mid-19th century. So like 1850, Uncle Tom's Cabin, the word Sambo appears. Mm. Um and it's like right around then is like the first official uses of it. Um and obviously it's it's passed through uh culture and literature in in like more or less inappropriate ways since then uh, but here we are and it's been appropriated uh, as part of the blackening
1: there it is I mean I think it's interesting that it was initially appropriated by racists like that that is an interesting sort of arc that I think mm-hmm. so the, um, in the, in the movie you
0: can you can tell us about the blackening John. but there's a uh, uh well first of all it's kind of what the killer is like Dressed as, right? Like that character. The black
3: Blackface, character. sort yeah. of. Yeah,
0: yeah. And also the game. There's like this centerpiece to the game that talks, and it totally just is that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about The Blackening,
3: John. Okay. The Blackening. Comedy, parody, film. Directed by a gentleman named Tim Story. I don't know if you guys looked at Tim Story. Um, director for me most iconically of the Mm barbershop um but he's directed a ton of stuff like it's like truly you know a wild uh list um i don't know like i mean His probably, the biggest budget thing he did was one of the Fantastic Four disasters, um, which obviously there's been a lot of Fantastic Four disaster movies. He did, Mm -hmm. be more specific. Which one? (laughs) 2005, I think, was the Fantastic Four. He also did Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, 2007. Okay. um, Mm -hmm. So I guess multiple. Um, He did, he's done Ride Along. He did, I think he did Girls? No, he did not do Girls Trip. One, I think one of the writers of the mm-hmm. film wrote Girl Strip. Um, he did the Tom and Jerry movie. Did either of you see the Tom and Jerry movie?
1: No. I didn't was know it there good? Was one. Yeah, we had a good time.
3: It nice. was a, it was a pandemic delight for us. I Was think it, it CGI? Well, yeah, it's like it's like real world action and then oh. Tom and Jerry are like cartoons. I don't remember. It's literally It's like a chipmunk situation.
0: You got it. I don't have a scintilla of recognition that that ever happened and was real.
3: It happened during the pandemic. So, like, originally was supposed to go to theater. I think it did go to theaters in, like, 21, and uh, then it went, like, direct to Max. In any event, I thought it was good. He did the Shaft reboot in 2019. In any event, he's done a ton of stuff, a a lot of comedy, um... Uh, this is then co-written by Tracy Oliver, who is the woman. She did Girls Trip. She's done a bunch of other stuff. And then the other writer is Dwayne Perkins, who plays Dwayne in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, this is a, uh, in some ways, like by the numbers horror parody. But the idea is all the there's there is not well there's not there are white characters in the film. There is no certainly like main characters of the film that are right. The the premise here is you have a group of friends that are having a college reunion or, or their group of college friends having a reunion style event centered around Juneteenth. Um, I, I can't remember like they're referencing a previous Juneteenth that they were at. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. like, 10 years prior. I
0: can't remember exactly, but I feel like 10 is probably if that would pay, they'll put them like late twenties, early thirties.
3: They have like varying levels of um, closeness to each other. Right. Like there's like the best friends. And then there's like the people that they miss and don't see as much, but they're all coming back. They've rented this cabin. It's a cabin in the woods. Um, And, and they're all going to go and like drink and like, they brought a bunch of drugs with them. Like they're just going to like have a good wacky time. Um, and so the film opens with the two of them, uh, the two people who sort of are like helping organize. Uh, and I'm going to give you, so it's Morgan and Sean who are played by Yvonne Orgy and Jay Farrow. They joke about how they're like the two most famous people and like, there's this whole bit about how, uh in pre in other horror movies the film obviously it's a parody so it's like referencing lots of other things that are happening they joke about how other movies like the most famous character i think i can't it's one of the scream movies i think they're referencing like they they are like the characters die or like don't die or whatever and it's because they like didn't have the budget for them to be in the movie like these are like the two most famous actors jay farrow and um yvonne orgy like they basically get killed within the first five minutes were they both snl well, she was on Insecure. That's where I know her from. And yeah, I, I don't yeah, I I know Yeah. I didn't know her. Um, yeah, and then Jay Farrow, he's I mean, I don't might know. Know. Well, I just I haven't watched SNL forever. I mean, I'm familiar with like you know, Jay Farrow is a great example of somebody that does
0: one thing incredibly well, which is his impersonations, which he fully does in the movie. <laughs> but like anything else, I'm always like, mm, it's like he was so funny on SNL. I wanted him to be in stuff. And then I would see him and stuff and be like, it's fine.
3: So. <laughs> You're like, do the impersonation, bro. Um, no. All right. So in any event, they get killed. They, they get killed because they like find this game called the blackening in a game room in this Airbnb. Whatever. It's like they get locked in. The game is like forcing them to. It's like,
0: like a, it's like racist saw horror comedy. parody, yes, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah and a little um, bit of escape room too if i'm being honest i like to think that was one of his influences <laughs> yes
1: tim are you listening we're <laughs> going to need to fact check on yeah.
3: that biggest like escape <laughs> room fan um, as in my
1: and so that
3: like basically that tees up the the mechanics of the rest of the film which is like now these two are dead the rest of the friends arrive they don't know where they, they are they're also like not that worried about it they a lot of jokes about playing spades, which that I've was one of the things that I'm like, but like also don't know the this rules joke doesn't play to me, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> um, I found the Android joke funny because I can understand Androids are stupid. <laughs> <just> <laughs> it's not funny at first, but it like came around for me at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like thought about it three days later and you're like, Oh yeah, that
0: is No so no funny. by the end of the movie, because they hit it like they keep coming back. It's like their comedian, like that's their tie back like through the yeah. movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Rachel,
1: what'd you think of this? I actually enjoyed this quite a bit. Um, One of my biggest pet peeves with films like this where it's like a group of friends, and this is sort of like a standard sort of plot um, in horror, is where you feel like they don't really like each other and they don't make sense as friends. If they don't like each other, why am I going to like them? Why do I invest? Why do I care? And thankfully... This group really did feel like a group of friends, and I liked the characters quite a bit, which, you know, helped me care about what happened to them and root for them. And yeah, yeah, so I liked that aspect quite a bit. Um, I'm also a huge whore nerd. I don't know if you know this, uh, but anything that sort of deconstructs. Ooh. I know, right? Shocking. Um, that sort of deconstructs the genre, but... You know, with a kind of the insider kind of attitude, as opposed to being judgmental, um, is always really interesting to me because I like to think about the tropes and and patterns in horror, um, and I think that this one definitely is critical of certain aspects of the genre and I think that they are things that are deserving of criticism. Um, But it never felt like the genre itself was the butt of the joke, as opposed to sort of like the culture at large and how that sort of manifests in horror. So I liked that from like a nerdy academic uh, perspective. But like, sort of like overall I really liked it I laughed at a lot of the jokes I appreciated the themes I appreciated some of the, the more thought-provoking aspects of it which we'll get into spoilers um yeah it's a good sit and I I had a good time I liked it a lot
3: John good sit
1: it's you know what I'm talking about you're like I was good.
3: tired my legs yeah. hurt <laughs> and getting off the street <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, hot as shit in
3: New what York. What we're describing is, is always people hanging in theaters. I, I honestly, if the AC is pretty good, sometimes I'm just I'm there to have a good time. Um, mm-hmm. okay, so I saw the trailer for this, I think for the first time in front of Evil Dead Rise, but maybe it was something else like earlier this year. And I was really excited. Like I thought the trailer was yeah. very, very strong. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk about this trailer.
1: I mean, yeah. the best joke is on the trailer.
3: Well, th- so this <laughs> is the issue, right? Like, I actually would say, that, like, it's not that the, tr- the trailer is deceptive. The trailer is, like, really spot on. No, it's that when you chop it down to the
0: best bits, I think it comes off as way funnier than it actually cool, is. Yes, like
3: that. That, and that, that's, like, where I net out, which is, I don't even disagree, Rachel, with your assessment. I'm, like, pretty on. I think it is a very shaggy friend hangout type of movie. Mm -hmm. And that's like a, I say that as a positive, like I was stone sober watching this. I think you would benefit from not being sober watching it. Like that (laughs) is like one recommendation I make. Yeah, I agree. Um, And like, I considered not being sober and it was this Sunday night and it's like, I gotta go to work tomorrow. So whatever. (laughs) I like, I was lame. I was there by myself. It is what it is. Um, So that's that's part one. Like I, I I freely admit that there is ways of viewing this that were better than the way I, I viewed it. Um it's funny. Like I laughed, I like the characters, like I like the the actors are all fun. Like I sort of like it it was a good sit. Like it's a good hang, right? Like there's it's a good, good
2: sit. Yeah,
3: but that's such an old person way to put it. I love it's it. It's not it's <laughs> not a good today. It's not <laughs> as punchy as I wanted it to be. Like it's not yeah. like episode of 30 rock funny where it's just like joke, joke 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 there there are some really good bits um again like the I, the actors are all like doing the right but it's it's shaggy in a way that uh you know it is what it is your point about so for me uh, the the idea like horror comedy there's always this you got to figure out where you are on the spectrum of like how much horror are we doing and how much comedy are we doing I agree with you. It definitely is not horror is not. um, The horror itself is not done for jokes. Um, There's a little bit for me of like some of the horror, like I I actually don't know how incisive it was as a parody. Like, I I don't know how not like Hmm. how knowledgeable and like deep, they went on the genre to me was like a little bit. It was a little surface for me at times. Like the joke about like any, it's the poster for this movie. So this is not even like a big joke. In the, the poster for this movie is we all can't die first or whatever. Like the black person dying first in harmony. Such that's a joke that's been done. Like it's, that's such it, it's been like, done.
0: Just, You're talking about people in '90s movies were joking about that. Yeah, yeah. That was so, like 20 over 25 years ago.
3: And it like, that's fine. Like, and, and like, I, I actually don't like, is it still true? Like, is it still like an accurate trope? Like, I don't know, but it, um, uh, I don't know. In any event, like I had a good time. It it was, I was let down and I would say I was let down primarily because my expectations were very high from the trailer. That's like my takeaway. And then we we'll, yeah. we can get into it from there. That's fair.
0: Well, As a fellow white guy, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, Um, tell me
3: what your white man, uh, you
2: know.
1: (laughs) Quiet, everyone, a white man is speaking. (laughs) I
0: I will, to say something nice about this movie, I agree with Rachel, it's a good sit. Now, (laughs) it was a good sit because I think like all of us had similar experiences, very different like theater makeups than what we normally see. Like I I was not in a packed theater, but it was mostly black people in the theater and they seem to like, the people there, Seem to really enjoy it. Like, and in a way that was helping me appreciate some of the stuff that I just wasn't enjoying as much. This movie feels like someone wrote this script in 2003 and it's been sitting on a shelf. And until somebody presents me with evidence, otherwise I refuse to believe
3: otherwise because <laughs> well, in 2003, I <laughs> wow. think Dwayne and, wow. and Tracy were like in their teens to see. And so. again,
0: like part, I, I will say like, I just allowed myself to get hyped up. The trailer makes this movie look so much funnier than it actually is. Yeah. Because the problem is like, it's not one of those comedies where every joke is sitting at 80% and then sometimes they're going to a hundred. It's like some jokes are at like 90 and like the, but the, for me, the majority of the movie is at like a 10 on like the joke scale. There's just your word shaggy, John. There's just mm. a lot of, it's like not good comedy right i don't know it's like now that i think i believe that's even baking in some like room for some of it obviously to be about cultural things over my head but the funniest bits are when it's really drilling in on the wider culture stuff like the whole thing about the killer forcing them to pick like who's blackest or like who's whitest that leads at, that's a point in the movie where things start working because they've put in the work on each of these characters And then seeing them kind of duke that stuff out is is really funny. Um, Unfortunately, that's like all of that's in the trailer. Who's
3: who's all that's
0: in the trailer again? Yeah. Yeah. So this movie to me feels like it was shot in like 2003 and put on a shelf. Like everything about it feels old. Hold on, I I did just check. I'm watching
3: a Saw parody in 2023. (laughs) Dwayne Dwayne, one of the co writers and and the, the one of the stars of the movie, born in 1990. So in 2003, he was 13. like, But I'm just saying like, <laughs> Saw literally came out in
0: 2003. So, so to be seeing a parody of it, I feel like I took crazy pills and went in a time machine. Like what, what? It, there is something about it to me that feels like very dated. And I don't, I don't get a lot of like the, that part of the setup, like where, it, again, where it shines is I think where it's like really being funny about racial differences. Um, that's how I feel I don't think it's a super funny movie Eric have that you said, seen, have you seen good- Barbershop are you familiar with yeah. the film Barbershop no no I, <sighs> I do like Friday <laughs> not the same thing one. but I'm <laughs> no. a big Friday fan Fair. Um, well you would have survived the game congratulations yeah. <laughs> that,
2: now, I, I, think, was, I think in the those end
0: those
3: bits were actually.
0: I think in find. the end a thing that helps it first of all the movie massively picks up when the whole group starts playing the board game. Like all those questions are pretty funny. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um. And, and again, like there's some tension. The, the first half an hour of like getting to know everybody, it does pay off in the end, I think because they play off those relationships, but it's so long. And I'm just like, can we just like get to the board it, game? It part? gets
3: well. And so this for me was some of the, like not, um, they didn't have a clear, idea wow okay when you're when you're like making a horror comedy you you sort of have to decide like are you making a horror movie and then it's going to be funny or are you making a comedy and it's just like who gives a fuck then about like some of the horror mechanics but like the plotting of this is very bizarre right like eric you mentioned it picks up when they play this game there's this moment where they they all get locked in the room and they're playing the game for like I don't know, it's like 10 minutes. It's like a, it's a good scene. It's it's very punch, it's very dialogue heavy, but all the characters involved, it, there's like lots of jokes flying around. But then they get into this like extended <coughs> what are we going to do? Like who's the killer? Like we got you know, and it it like loses momentum and fractures in like weird ways. And for me, a lot of that came down to like the screenwriters and and or just like in the development process, they didn't like tighten up exactly what they wanted. Like where did they want the tension moments to hit? How important were those moments versus the comedy moments? And so, it, like, it just, the the part where when they split into groups, yeah. it's, like, so wacky. There's, like, I don't, I don't know. And whatever. As, like, a horror viewer, like, none, none of it is that interesting or surprising. I don't know, Rachel, you mentioned, like, I'm curious, like, what are the parts for you that you felt like they – were comment? Were did you feel like they were commenting on horror? You mentioned like, do you feel like they were commenting on horror in a way that was like, oh, okay, interesting, or playing with it more?
1: I mean, I, I think that obviously there's like the one big joke. Are we in the spoiler zone? Can we talk yeah, about it's okay? All spo- I, I mean, all I think zone. I think that that's kind of the jumping off point that goes into like a place where it's about. Um well it kind of subverts what you're thinking that they're gonna be talking about, right? Like, um I'm sorry, did you say yes to spoilers or not? Because yeah, I got go caught down. up in my okay. No. Okay, cool. So like Rachel, we I don't think- care
0: about anything. You can do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. This All is right, the so nihilistic I think- horror podcast.
1: I will say I think there's a less interesting version of this movie where it's just about like Black people versus racists, right? And instead, which, you know, fair, valid, accurate. Um, but what I think this movie does is it takes that sort of jumping off point. And then instead of exploring yeah. Black-white dynamics, it explores Black-black black dynamics. It's about
0: their own divisions and the things that, yeah,
1: get Yeah, which them. I think, it. Th- this is something we talk a lot about in sort of with queer representation. I'll go to somewhere it's I feel comfortable talking. Um, where there is some degree of the evolution of queer representation being a place where it no longer is for like, b- like you know, f- building empathy or um explaining things, educating the audience, where representation actually just looks like get in, loser where I'm telling you the story. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And I think that is where I think maybe Some of the critique gets lost, but it's not necessarily for us to get. We can either get it or we don't. Um, And so that, to me, I thought was really interesting about it in terms of like how it critiques horror. I think more this is something we talked about also with Honey, Blood and Honey, um, is that there was some degree of you're not welcome in this movie for me. Like it because it was so misogynistic where this is kind of making space for Black people in the genre where they had typically been treated like they are disposable, and I think mm-hmm. that's an interesting aspect of the film. um yeah, I don't know if that answers your question or not
3: no no, it does uh, like and and I think your point about like the the dumb version of this movie versus yeah. like what this movie actually is doing totally like i'm I'm totally about. and and to Eric's point, the audience that I was with like people seem to be having a good time and like enjoying it away so mm-hmm. like i as a white viewer. I sort of like I'm there as a horror viewer. Like I'm I'm there to review this as like a horror movie. That's like the frame mm-hmm. I'm reading. It. It's like it's kind of the least interesting frame potentially to try to like talk about this movie. And so I get that. Um, it I don't know. It just like again from that lens, it doesn't it didn't feel to me like they like the creative team. Like again, they didn't they didn't come at this as like let's let's say something interesting to horror viewers although (laughs) right and and just to make the like i feel like the black community like i see a lot of horror movies in new york city like the audience is a very diverse audience there's a big latin component there's a big black man like it's so like horror is a fairly big 10 and so like i don't like that's Mm why i say like we've moved away a little bit from the world of like the 80s 90s slashers Mm -hmm. like the black
1: characters there is like a token character and um i don't know but Right. That's fair. I also think that there's some like your Cabin in the Woods reference earlier is interesting because much like that, where all of those characters kind of get shoved into stereotypes, like all of these characters start as black stereotypes in in media. Like we get nuanced and they're more complicated than that. But like there is some element of falling into that kind of trope in horror of of having a group of friends that fall into very specific categories, but through the black gaze, like through the like black gaze, as opposed to like the white gaze when we're ta- when we're talking i did like
0: i I kept going back and forth as to whether or not i was enjoying this nerd character because like the performance <laughs> is ridiculous <laughs> yeah and i appreciate something about that ridiculousness but it's also like again you're well, about why like, did brokenness. he have a speech like, impediment oh, oh. that was what it's i like, didn't understand this is a character from a 1996 movie and that's why that's those types of things were what made the movie feel so like out of Time for me in a strange way. I literally felt like I was renting a movie from Block a a blockbuster exclusive (laughs) in 2002. Like I cannot explain to you how deeply I got those vibes during this movie. I mean, maybe a pro nostalgia nostalgia of the. It's not necessarily a con. I'm just saying it's bizarre. (laughs) Like I I don't.
1: I have so many questions about this movie.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, like if you think about these people are what like. Ten or more, so you know you're, you're just younger than us, right? Like the mm-hmm. movies that they would feel the kind of nostalgia for the way that, like, the last generation of filmmakers were unpacking slashers and unpacking would be something in 1996.
3: Yeah. Do you right. do you mean the way so, that Eric talks about uh, uh, a Halloween five and six, like in the yes. fucking runes or whatever?
1: <laughs> yes. What I'm saying is, or, I, sorry. I I'm not surprised that the influences are the influences that they yeah, are. Yeah. That there's early oddies and and late '90s with like Scream and all of those things. You can see all. All of that DNA in this. Um mm. so I think maybe this is an old man complaint. No offense. Yeah.
0: That's
3: Rachel, that is very fair and,
0: and all that's very what accurate. people come to us for.
2: Yeah. That's yeah.
3: true. Same. um it's just wild that like and again we we've discussed this in in other uh for but um they're like riffing on scream and like there's still <laughs> fucking new scream movies coming out. Like <laughs> oh it's just
2: yeah,
3: uh, culture—it's not moving, and then it's eating itself at the same time. so <laughs> Here we are.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think probably the one movie I would correlate this to would be something less like a like a real intense satire, more like kind of almost like a Tucker and Dale, but through the Black gaze a little bit. Yeah, where it's like. Kind of a send up of a of a genre, kind of a flip on a genre, but it's mostly just kind of funny and I with did, characters that you like, as I opposed did think, to like hard horror. I yeah. did think
0: about Tucker and Dale. I think to what John was saying before though, like I think Tucker and Dale commits to the comedy more, don't you think? Well Or as opposed to you know, as
3: opposed to over the horror, I mean, like So I would say, and uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Tucker and Dale, but there are moments in Tucker and Dale that are like super duper gory, right? Like, isn't there like a extended joke about like a wood chipper? Yeah, there is. Like this movie doesn't have anything like that. It has like Mm -hmm. stock kill, you know, like it's dark. You can't see what's going on. Like it it plays on some of the, but ultimately like you could show this at 9 PM on network TV with some bleeps and whatever, it, it, the language and like some of the sex stuff makes it R, but it's not violent or gory in the way that a lot of horror comedies play the horror for for laughs, like that. that that's mm-hmm. with Tucker and Dale, like that. You know, for me, the horror comedy that is like in some ways like a benchmark, <laughs> for, for better words, is Hell Baby. Like Hell Baby is just fucking crazy. Oh, It's great, right? And, like, it's Mm -hmm. crazy. And, like, people who aren't horror fans can watch it and laugh because it's so insane. But, like, there's also special stuff in there that's just for horror fans, too, you know? And this doesn't have that much that's special for horror fans is, I guess, what I would say. Mm -hmm. It it certainly can be enjoyed by horror fans. And, like, there's moments that you're like, but I didn't feel like as a horror fan, I was in on a joke that people that, weren't horror fans would get. And maybe I'm forgetting something. There, it's totally possible. Like, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, we, I think that comes back to the, are we the target audience? And because I do think there's some degree of like, you know, how cathartic or enjoyable is it for, if this is made for a black audience, for them to go out and watch a bunch of rednecks kill a bunch of black people? Like, that Whoa. is. The
3: the so reverse I, would have potentially been cathartic if it's a if the black people are killing the rednecks yeah.
1: like that's where I, well, I think the worst was... violence is saved for them you know when oh, the well. in the moments that are the closest to being gory it's it's the cop it's the yeah, it's yeah. the two rednecks it's I did the, I did really okay. enjoy
0: what's his name uh, Dieter Dieter Badrich. is that his name in this movie it's the a, guy from like uh, that. that guy yeah. He's funny. He plays Mr. White, <laughs> the, the, Officer White. <laughs> Officer White. Yeah. yeah. I did. I loved the well, bit at the end when they're killing the killer and she's just like beating the shit out of it. The whole thing about how the weapon wouldn't yeah. work. That was pretty mm-hmm. funny. And then like I enjoyed everyone's reactions when she wouldn't stop smushing the guy's head mm-hmm. with the weapon. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. yeah. 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 There are moments right. when I think the cast you feel a little bit of that energy and it like the actors are all pretty likable,
3: which helps. Mm-hmm. Let's, well, mm-hmm. um, I like, wasn't, I mean, there's not anyone here that I was like super familiar with. Um, and I was kind of flipping
1: through. No, I don't think I knew anyone there. A couple I thought of the nerds. kind knew felt Fowler, but, and, okay. and Jay Farrow. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. yeah, the
3: the the original two, yeah, like the first two, but they yeah. again they like made jokes about them being like the most famous, um, yeah, yeah. It it wasn't like I didn't, the, you know, I I didn't I I didn't place any of the other folks as much, um, but they were all. I mean, it was it's, but again, that's like what you're hanging this movie on is is them having a good time and you're having a good time with them to a large extent. Mm-hmm the the nerd character what the hell was his name i keep wanting to call him carlton because obviously that's
0: it's just (laughs) they kept um, all calling honestly it's it's like if carlton and Urkel had a baby it's like very oh that's so that's suspenders and like yeah
3: but it was so weird like (laughs) that's jermaine fowler he um like They didn't none of them knew who he was. Like he's the fact that they weren't questioning more why that dude was there was a
0: little like, all right. It was a little bizarre. Um, but yeah. And I don't even remember what his motive was. Or they embarrassed him in a card game or something,
1: right? Wasn't that what it was?
3: Well, it that was at the original Juneteenth celebration ten years prior.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I appreciated, I felt like that's kind of what freshened the movie for me was was that it turned that sort of that that was the the racism was the red herring and that it was actually more insular and about like black culture mm-hmm. um It was interesting to see that as a motivating force, because I think like we're starting to talk about things like colorism, but I don't know that I've seen a lot of discussion from this, you know, so it does feel like inside into a a part of a culture that I don't necessarily have access to typically. Rachel, Um, who
3: is talking about colorism?
1: (laughs) I mean, like I think colorism is a discussion that it like people are having more than they have in the past. Like I've definitely Mm -hmm. seen that come up, pop up in movies and like be discussions online and things like talking about it's it just
3: does not come up in my household that often as well I was jo- I was joking that was a come joke, to California
1: but- I don't know <laughs> like, but I mean like it's definitely something yeah. that I've seen like in horror specifically I've even seen things around colorism coming up um so so it was interesting to see, well, see and- this kind of uh, end of it of like basically like not like being the blacker you are the better it, within the culture like and I feel like that is the opposite of what we typically hear especially even within discussions around cl- uh colorism right like it is such a um expression of like black joy and 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 uh, a pride in the culture you know what i mean yeah. so well, it's a reverse and i appreciated seeing discussions around that some of the that better
3: time i don't know they weren't like some of the best jokes in the movie but the the character Allison uh, the actress is Grace Byers she's biracial like her I think it's her mm-hmm. father's white and her mother's black and you know there's a lot of like she's accused of being white when when it's like convenient in the argument Despite they're having and then yeah <laughs> and then she's like you know she's she's black when it's it's convenient I don't know it, it was I no like but that's There's a, I mentioned this over email, there's a bit of like a voyeuristic element of Mm -hmm. as a, as like, certainly as a white man, I'm sitting in the theater watching what is effectively, as you mentioned, Rachel, like a a debate or, or like a exploration of like interracial interaction, Mm -hmm. colorism, I guess is the word. I didn't know that was the word, but like, um, and it's not, I mean, like, I can relate to it. Like, it's, like, part of culture. It's part of, like, what we live with. It's, like, but you it's know. Really it's not like, something that I am personally vested in. It's, like, in, for me, John, in, um,
0: um, I can never remember the name of this can't movie. can't wait movie. to hear where this is <laughs> With going. Pete Davidson. It's, like, watching all the rich kids turn on each other. oh bodies, 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 bodies. <laughs> like, I don't understand it, but it's amazing to watch. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I thought it was interesting um, I also think there's like a meta conversation about the experience of seeing this film and being like we all different parts of the country we all saw this in a theater where we were the only person who was not of color in the theater yeah. and it was a movie that was about black culture and it was for the like black audience like it was such a sort of like cultural reversal to the experience that we kind of move through the world with at, mm. on a daily basis and I think that it's like outside of that, I I definitely felt like, a um, you know, like I appreciated the film for what it was. But in addition to that sort of the film going, like film theater going experience, I think is another layer. Uh, I'm glad I saw this in a theater because it was kind of like this upside down world where, it, you know, sort of pausing some of the things that are in the film, sort of a meta experience that I had going and seeing. And I don't know if you guys felt that at all.
3: Well, I mentioned, I mean, like, there was a bit of like I felt almost voyeuristic as bit. Be- like, look, mm-hmm. I go to see these movies by myself. <laughs> I'm like, it's right. it's a bit of a different experience when you're like the old. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. if I was there with friends, I would have felt differently. We would have right. like enjoyed it in a different way. The the there was three guys sitting next to me, maybe my age or like slightly younger. All black guys. They had a great time, and like I was like so I, I. But it was weird. Like I was like oh yeah i'm like, thankful we're all having fun here together like i'm you know, thankful they're having fun and i'm just near them so i'm pretty
0: thankful that i saw it with an audience so that i could see other people enjoying because frankly like this thing catches me on the wrong day and i'm watching it at home and i hate this movie like i just sense <laughs> that about it yeah so like you know being with the audience kind of loosened me up to it a little bit warm me to it
3: but eric mm-hmm. if you had like three gummies right before watching it I can't Three gummy. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I can't get uh, high in you
2: movies. You're a maniac,
3: John.
2: I can't get high in one. You need
0: to
3: dial it in, Rachel.
0: Because be I won't because I won't understand them, so I can't do that. I Sometimes just lose how lose it.
3: Um Yeah, fair enough. Um no, I mean Eric, uh, Rachel, you mentioned I think in I think somebody mentioned over email like get out. It, like Oh, yeah. So, so, <laughs> like look, this movie this movie did not do well on the level of get out, right? Like, yeah. but from what I read, it was like a $5 million budget. It's like made $12 million in theater. Like great. It, but it's not a, it's not a like cultural moment, the way that like a get out was. And, but I also don't think it's intended to be, it wasn't marketed that way. It's what was funny to me. Cause again, I live in New York city. I see like, there's fucking ads for movies everywhere. So I tend to like, I just like know what what's being like marketed heavily versus not versus like marketed to me versus not. Like um, I only saw the trailer for this once it was in front of, I think evil dead rise. And then we saw a bunch of horror movies in between that in the theater and like didn't get this trailer again. And I do wonder how much they sort of were trying to calibrate the marketing for this and how much they ended up just being like, fuck it. We're not even going to have this movie try to hit at, at in this way. We're we're only going to make this, like, a, a, you know, theater experience for, like, the black community or people who are interested in films in that way. I don't know. Like, it didn't feel like, it, like, again, in New York City, it was not getting a marketing push. The level of, like, other horror movies that that I see around here. I don't know. But, uh I, like maybe I'm like reading more into that than than needs to be read. I, I also mean, to be pro- fair,
1: I live in Oakland, sure. so like our, I think probably the marketing was different here. Yeah. You know, so I was seeing it.
3: I'm like ten blocks south of Harlem, though. Like it's not that mm. far away. I, I right. live in the yes.
0: suburbs. I haven't heard anything about it from my boomer neighbors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 like like the uh, the capital region in New York City. All they, they do
0: is uh... they're retired. All they do is cut their grass. And they have like a couple of trucks and like an RV and all the do I ever see the dude doing is he's outside working on those cars perpetually and just moving them around. Like, Oh, we got to move this one, move, parks his thing in my yard, <laughs> he pulls the other one out, changes spaces. Then he backs up and he keys it back in. Then he's tinkering with that one for four hours. These people make me want to go to the bridge. That's a half mile away and jump <laughs> off of it.
1: Mm-hmm. I also listen, live next to an unlicensed auto potty shop. <laughs> like, what did we do- call him the reverend because he's always out there with his sermons. It's um, just fixing revving and revving away. First,
0: all day. And then Monday is their lawn day, which when you're retired, that's smart. Like why do it on the weekend? Enjoy the weekend. And then Monday, him and his wife are out there going ham on that lawn. Like they are <laughs> going hard. They didn't check out the blackening on TV? <laughs> I didn't see him there. Huh. I'm guessing no. They also have a a, um, a uh, Blue Lives Matter flag in their front yard. So I'm guessing that.
2: It's one of those neighborhoods, John. No. It's, I did
1: not <laughs> go not around walking
0: around telling people about the blackening after I saw it. Oh my God. You tell them
1: about the hero of the film, Officer White. Get him in there.
0: (laughs) He turns out to be all right, that guy, you know, just a little
1: little uncomfortable, a little awkward. I'm sure they would argue they are also one of the good ones.
0: (laughs) His performance is ridiculous, that dude. I love it.
1: I love the whole thing about the getting invited to the cookout. I was like. Well played. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this movie was quite funny. I think that yeah, no, it's very it, subjective and humor is if it doesn't, of course if it doesn't hit, cool, yeah. then it doesn't hit. Well, then, like I can't tell well, you you're wrong if you don't think it's funny. But the, I,
3: again, I like the best bit. parts of this movie are really fun. Like there are some really good jokes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of them are in the trailer. I think for it's me, difficult. like to your point, John, though, I think,
0: I think all of the, like <laughs> the cookout joke, was really nice. all of the horror stuff <laughs> the just joke. feels so warmed over as far as horror parodies that like it, it then has to lean on the humor really. Cause then, yeah. then it becomes the main
3: attraction. Well, And I would have liked it to be sillier in the horror department. Like again, mm, for mm-hmm. me that that's where it falls down is like, I didn't feel like they were hitting the horror and the comedy at the same time. In any way that like made any sense, like the jokes, like there's good hang sequences. I love Dwayne. Dwayne, Dwayne is great. The movie, he's also like one of the most fun characters in the movie. Which one's Dwayne? He's like the gay one who like the gay is, best friend. Yeah, oh yes, <laughs>
0: I did like his um, kimono a lot. He's just <laughs> pretty great. Cool. Like
1: he's got he's got a lot of percent that <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a lot of good
3: bits in this.
1: Yeah, um, I, like the barfing thing I thought had a great uh, payoff and like it built it up so long and I was like, this is not funny. Oh no, it's funny. Okay, I was wrong. I did that find
2: the- um, I am pro
3: any, any barf
0: moment. Was <laughs> it?
1: Joke.
0: When I mean, the girl was comes out <laughs> when the girl comes out of the room after she's hooked up with the guy and they're trying to be cool about it. Oh. Does he say I smell sex or I smell dick? I couldn't remember. I which smell one. dick. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, no, I thought it was the friend Shanice The friend guy. does. The, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. That was a pretty- and Carlton uh, gets a whiff. Yeah. That was a pretty good yeah, I, uh, I, I know it's funny. No, I, don't, I don't know. Like, but again, like that's yeah, it's good. Like, but they're not. Yeah, like knee for, slappers. You're not like
0: no. Oh, they're not. Oh, no. Listen, man, I listen. I think. I think ten percent of the jokes. Rachel, you were for, you were slapping your knee in the. This I would I mean, should,
1: my knees are looking rough, man. <laughs> it was it was black and
0: blue. Ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent of the jokes in this movie for me, I would I would give light knee slapper status to like. There, Ooh. I did some knee slapping during this movie, but then, there but then a, a much larger percentage for me were just like crickets, just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they felt like jokes that needed like a couple more script passes, like
2: yeah.
1: Well, wow. okay. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I did enjoy oh, the man. the credits, post credit scenes too. Those were funny. That whole the whole build up.
0: Oh, I oh. walked out. What's the post credit scene? I was I not. There was real, like the three,
1: I guess, like during the credit scene. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say where where I like,
0: think I got all of them. I was, started walking three. out immediately because I had stuff to do and I was like just done with this experience already. And then everyone else started getting well, up. Th- and that's then, why you don't
1: like it. You and then it the, the second cold. the
0: post, the <laughs> second the post credit scenes came up, everyone sat down like in unison, and I just just kept booking. Right like, it was that. just mm-hmm. funny.
1: Just like a handful more jokes. It was funny. But I mean, like, it kind of oh, to this. Oh, it was when
3: they were calling the police.
1: Yes. 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 That actually yes, was, yes, yes, yes. that was, quite it was really funny. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, I, <laughs> that whole I sequence like was very that. funny. Yes, <laughs> I did. Like
0: that. Uh, I'm generally <laughs> yeah. anti-credit scenes these days, so. Interesting. It's, it's like if you even, didn't if it wasn't good enough to put in the movie I don't need to sit around I But guess. It's, it's not Eric it's
3: it's more like a coda to the film than it yeah. is a post credit Don't
0: like, put it in the goddamn credits then Schnarz. No no, no but it's like just it's like
3: what happens after and it, and yeah. John The credits roll <laughs> and then you can leave Marvel <laughs> well, has ruined cinema is what no, I'm no, to I No no I know but the way Marvel does is ridiculous <laughs> it's like wait 3 minutes this is like T- they they do two credit cards. I remember at the end of start, whatever. But I think I'm it's Insidious. If
0: you watch the entirety of the credits of yeah. Insidious, there's a close up shot of that creepy lady, mm-hmm. and she's like smiles real creepy, but it's like her face is filling the whole
3: screen. Yeah, That's I cool. didn't remember that because I don't think I saw it.
0: It's just like her with the candle. I think right. I didn't have kids then, John. I had time to just sit around <laughs> waiting for the end of credits. <laughs>
3: It's <laughs> like, let me what a,
0: t- what a time to be let me, alive let me drink in these credits I didn't know what COVID was I didn't think Donald Trump was ever going to be president and I was just sitting there waiting for that <laughs> last shot of the end of Insidious <laughs> yeah. nothing better to do on a Sunday yeah. afternoon John than wait for that yeah. speaking of yeah. Insidious
1: did you guys get the red door before this I've seen the trailer so I've only seen the first one do I need to watch the other two do you think or can I go straight into the red door no, I don't know, man. Do you want to see
3: Lynchay WWE fighting demons? Because no, like, Insidious
0: two oh, and maybe? Insidious, okay.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna matter. Because like, how no, could you make it matter? Won't. But Insidious two and three are so far up their own asses with the the mythos. That's all it is. Like, well, God. Okay.
3: So from what I remember, one and then two, two follows like pretty closely from three or from one rather. Three is just like complete Ridiculous. nonsense. Okay. And then four, like, to me, the trailer looks like continuation of complete nonsense. I mm-hmm. do always get excited when I see Roseburn in anything.
1: Yeah, and they like brought True. back the kids and stuff. Although maybe they did that for all of them because I didn't watch them, but it seemed like no. a...
3: I don't think the family's even in the third one. Or if they are, it's like very tangentially. It's... Hmm. I kind of... I Rachel, uh, here's what I'm going to ask. Don't okay. see them. Come back and talk about it with us because like... I okay. actually love your, like, <laughs> I went one to three. I went one to four. Because I
1: love the first film. Like, first I, I am a fan. It's, it's um, pretty good. And when I heard that the other ones were not as good, I kind of was like, you know, what, I'm just going to, like, not taint my experience mm-hmm. and and never delved. Um, I also don't have a weekly podcast like you guys. You, like, really throw yourself That's on That's me. That's me and Annabelle. On the fire.
3: That's a joke. Yeah. Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. Annabelle I'm creation. not here to knock your out Annabelle love.
0: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> would you um, recommend this movie, Rachel?
1: You know, I would. I had a really good time with this. I, I think this thing could, has the potential to be a real crowd pleaser, especially when it hits VOD and you can like, and now that we have people over again, uh, have some gummies, have some beers and have some laughs. I I like this movie quite a bit.
3: John. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have three gummies with a yeah. group of friends. Gummies is the way to go. <laughs> or by yourself, because with that many gummies, you might be ready for a nap. Uh, but no, I mean, otherwise, no. Like you did, you, I would not recommend this in the theater.
0: Gummies not. are definitely the way to go, man, because you tie on a real heavy gummy buzz and whatever you are watching becomes literally, for me, it's literally just becomes the most brilliant thing that's piece <laughs> of art that's ever been created. <laughs> it does not matter what <laughs> it is. <laughs>
1: Yeah. spinoff, we take all the movies that you hated and Like we give you three gummies and then we re-review them.
0: Elizabeth told this story on the show once but well, there was one night I was I was feeling pretty good and we were watching Interview with a Vampire and I made her pause it and I was like, wait a second, I just have to say this. In, in all earnest, I was just like, is this the best film ever made? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, you yes. think I'm joking.
1: Is it though? Because,
0: like, man. Okay.
1: <laughs> Christian Slater's a reporter, you incredible. know, incredible. 10 out of 10.
0: Um John Whitney mm-hmm. who's a long time long time she also has been doing uh the show on our Patreon feed How do you horror? Uh she says I saw the blackening in Oakland. It was pretty full and at one point a woman behind me said, "Quote, Urkel went berserkle" and I lost my shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this. I mean, you know what? I'm reassessing. Don't wait till it comes on video. In I mean, to find pa- a packed theater. Go that go would be Oakland ideal. I it a, unfortunately, theater. at this point, yeah.
0: like your chances of finding a packed theater, are probably low, but mm. like my, it was weird. My theater was not, I was <laughs> barely a quarter full, but somehow we all picked seats in the same <laughs> upper left quadrant of the theater. And it, to the point where like, once everybody else settled in, somebody was like,
1: what, how, why, how are we all sitting right here sorry i'm dying that's like we wasted so many words that is actually one circle <laughs> that's <laughs> it end of review
0: <laughs> i was literally like is it okay to say he looks like urkel because like he looks like he looks like urkel i think it's yeah. intentional um, i mean mm-hmm. no 100 uh levi says eric just loves the hair in an interview with the vampire Brad Pitt in particular in that movie has the most gorgeous hair you've ever seen in your entire it, it's flaxen and flowing uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was like just, that was peak Brad Pitt it, oh yes yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. I'm also kind of into middle-aged Brad Pitt I'm being honest John she's oh, a different vibe what, did I say I was off Brad Pitt like, like daddies now
1: all
0: right y'all let's uh I would say on video sure Like, I don't think you're going to catch a crowd. now. I mean, maybe on a Friday at eight or something. Maybe it's still hopping, but um, gummies, wherever you you watch it. And like, it's, I don't think it's very funny if I'm being honest. Like, I, but it's a good sit.
1: (laughs) I'm glad that that's catching on. (laughs) If
3: you're tired and there's like nowhere else for you to kind of get off your feet. Like, this is a good, you know, yeah.
1: You guys know what I mean. Is <laughs> it raining
3: like, outside? You don't want to sit time. on the bench anymore? Well, look, it is, we should say, it's a tight, like, 135. Like, is, hour it's, 35. It is it's tight, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, love that. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. that's going to do it for the blackening.
0: Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail.
2: You're getting closer and closer to the most unnatural kind of death. You have killed me. And you will kill again. Beyond shock, beyond horror, into total terror. What was that? Murder runs wild. Blood runs cold. Terror runs deep red. Everywhere you turn, death is running with you. Deep Red. It'll put you into deep shock. Deep Red, rated R. This is Diane Franklin from Better Off Dead with Bloody Good Horror.
0: Went berserkle jump.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sure did. As a person who appreciates wordplay, that's pretty good.
1: It's that's 10 like ten out of ten.
0: That for the person who said that, it must have been the most satisfying moment of their lives. That like, dude, they, they formed that joke
1: for for theater commentary because <laughs> Peabody's.
3: It's the oh, uh, it's what's what's the um the Mark Twain Award? Yeah. All right, John, we
0: it's so stupid. We don't actually have a ton of feedback tonight. We have some stuff to go through, but Rachel, why don't you tell me what you've been up to and like take all the time you want. Sweet.
1: <laughs> what really have fun. I been up to? Um, in terms of the podcast, we took a little bit of a break because I had some life events occurring, um, but we're getting things back into the swing. Um. Yeah, I would just check out the Zombie Girls feed. I'm on the spot in my brain. I was like, what's a podcast? Never done one of those. Can't think of a single thing we've done lately. Um, in terms of personally, Lisa, I interviewed Annie Murphy from Black Mirror. That was pretty cool. I'm in
0: love with her, not to be uncouth. But. Oh, no, no,
1: <laughs> like relatable.
0: <laughs> I watched this creak and was like, hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, she's lovely. Um, yeah, so... That's I watched some of that Black Mirror. I
0: watched um that episode, which is the first one, um, which was did you have you seen it, Rachel? Have you watching it? Uh,
1: I've seen most of the episodes, yeah, so I watched the first one uh,
0: mm-hmm. which is the like AI content yes. one. really yes. funny Evil really AI. good. And then I skipped ahead because I'm the world's biggest breaking bad fan. So I watched the one with Aaron. Uh, What's his face there? Aaron Paul. Brutal. Yeah. That brutal.
1: Like I went, I saw that because I crammed a bunch of them before the day of the junket. And I woke up the next morning thinking about that final shot. Just like,
0: Oh, that's bleak. Three great performances. Um, Aaron Paul, um, um, Rooney Mara gives a great performance. Kate Mara. Kate Kate Mara. Mara (laughs) And John, Josh Hartnett. (laughs) Old old man, old man, Josh Hartnett is in this movie. Head over to the pride.com YouTube to watch my interview. I literally, I I literally, Oh, you interviewed him too. Nice. Did you ask him about
3: the cowlick?
1: No, I was 44. He's like our
3: contemporary.
0: He literally, he goes to get, it's this whole thing where like, it's a whole thing with like space beds whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's one shot where like he goes to get in and it's like, I can see the fucking cowlick. Like somebody spent an hour (laughs) just spraying that thing down and it still betrayed him.
1: Have you watched Demon Seventy Nine yet?
0: So I've only seen those two.
1: Oh, okay, all yeah. right. Well then, it's funny. Like I, I actually haven't
0: seen a lot of. Uh, I've I've seen total now like six episodes, maybe like
1: of oh, well, the, all the like, years. There's like the, four essential ones, and you've seen the <laughs>
0: pandemic. Them. Like Elizabeth was kind of curating for me some of her favorite uh-huh. ones from the past seasons that I loved pretty much all of what I saw, but we just got away from it for some. So it's funny season. to me because
1: I was like both ADD.
3: I was pretty on Black Mirror, like, early, like, when it first went on to Netflix. Mm-hmm. I feel like that first season's incredible. Yeah. And then the, it's, like, it's more hit or miss. I didn't watch the most, re- like, the one, the previous season, because I just feel like it didn't, I don't know. The I didn't, I wasn't hearing Buzz. The buzz, yeah. <laughs> the Buzz this season is, like, bonkers. I'm like, it's how, really like, good. like yeah. is it that? The marketing, well, it's the interesting, because they're, different.
1: like, They're moving into horror and there was this whole idea of doing a red mirror, um, which is all like Black Mirror, but horror and uh, Demon Seventy Nine is one of the Red Mirror episodes. Okay, so like there's like a straight up monster episode. So you're saying
0: there they is, didn't yeah. end up doing Red Mirror, but they folded some of the stories in.
1: Yeah, and they like branded as Red Mirror in it. It has like a it's takes place in 1979, and so it's like aesthetically, even sort of the on screen stuff is oh because it's not it's really good. future. Yeah, it's and what's interesting is like the the tech connections are much more tenuous in this. Um, of the ones I've seen, the ones that stick out to me in
0: my memory are um, the Star Trek one with Jesse Plemons, mm-hmm. just incredibly. Yeah, it's good, weird, and bizarre. And the Street Fighter one, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that one a lot too. Um, have you seen? You haven't seen that one, John?
3: It's r- really. I
0: wild. don't know
1: if I've seen that one. It's I about like the San two and Junipero. That's the one. Oh, well,
3: that, that one. Is
0: incredible. That's the Royce <laughs> Dallas
1: Howard. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. She that
0: No, a, no
1: no 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 no. Are what's, you talking uh, about the one where they age? When they
0: age they get to go into like the the matrixy thing. That mm-hmm. one is incredible. that one's You're like that's the the probably feelings. the most <laughs> the most like human like yeah, emotionally compelling one.
1: And not, mm-hmm. What
3: what's the one I'm thinking of that she's in? It's like
0: a is more.
1: one? It's where like, she's like, in the one with social
2: the social media, key
0: yeah, yeah, score yeah, or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. wait. So I definitely saw Sandra Oh. Is all it's like the heaven. It's like it's like. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay. It's like
1: Google McBathara and. Yeah, I, don't know, I was getting the a Terminator girl. They were
3: the same. Um, it was the same season, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. But yeah, no, that first season is intense. With the pig. Yeah. I need to get back <laughs> on. That is actually that, what I talked to Josh Harnett about, was the pig's episode. That episode is
3: so
0: good. <laughs> and I
1: didn't I never saw that one. It's
3: so
0: dude. Oh, that's the first it's, like, I think it's supposedly
1: the first. based on a true story about a British politician.
0: But it's the funny Tony thing Dyer. is I, I hear I hear many people like sharing the same anecdote, which is that they get so into Black Mirror, and then would recommend it to like more normie-ish people, and they dump jump in,
3: and it's pig episode. So oh, it's yeah, right out of the game. Well, because that yeah. was it was the first one. It was like episode yeah. so one you're at yeah. least.
1: Mm-hmm. So. And you, it like it is the test, right? Like it will divide. Yeah. <laughs> one audience is like, I'm in. The other audience is like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> but uh, I would recommend it. Good times. Love it. Info at
0: bloody dot horror.com. John,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I make music sometimes. And I know that you know this because you listen to it all the time. Power, power
3: user. I am subscribed. I'm subscribed on uh, I appreciate that, John. Yeah.
0: Um check me out on Spotify, H Y dash F Y. I make spooky synthwave music, John.
2: Yeah. yeah check it out.
0: Uh, Twitter hashtag BGH
3: still going, time. still going apparently, barely. <laughs> Not a lot of people are using it these days. Rachel, are you on Twitter yeah. still?
1: I mean, professionally, yes. Okay. <laughs> personally, I, I'm like
3: you're no. a bellwether for me. I feel like when Rachel's like, that's when I'm. I mean, I, don't, I was just talking about this on me Twitter. Were you? You say you meant
0: we're talking Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. I do not I was you and Rachel were talking about it. I do not in any way shape or form understand Indiana Jones
1: love or nostalgia.
0: really? It is the by far the most baffling pop culture thing to me, really.
1: Okay. really? Like that was like a mind blower as a kid. I had a view master of Indiana Jones that I would just go through obsessively. I had a record. Yeah, that was, I I got obsessed with archaeology. Like I wanted to be an archaeologist when I was a kid. I was watching
0: someone on Twitch the other night play through a 90s like LucasArts adventure game of Indiana Jones. Those
1: are great. So, yes, I played this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen this. Um, um I just yeah, it the never first, hooked me. I like the first three movies are incredible. I like Temple of Doom to a degree, but it's also a movie that is so disgusting. I have trouble watching yes. it. Like
1: it is a little like when it's it makes me like the whole space. movie makes me yeah. uncomfortable. And it's pretty racist.
0: It's grim. Yeah. It's just yeah, like I mean, a grim fucking Rachel, movie. It's all a little.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's it, it, of its yeah.
3: time. Look, Listen, like I that.
1: can watch a, a thing of, of its time. It's a lot of I,
3: cultural artifacts. We, I can we very much. Know, we're like, uh, I know, can very yeah. much watch yeah. a, a thing of its
0: time. And I very strongly believe that. It's important to keep that stuff around so that we can understand how opinions have changed. Because yeah. mm-hmm. oh, for we sure, we know it. I'm all, not saying right? get rid of it. Oh, I'm no, just no, no, saying know, let's call let's now call when we now, see them. Now, now you <laughs> got me off on a tangent. Because the thing is that like <laughs> we know it all because we lived through it all. We saw the attitudes change. But it is extremely short sighted to say just cancel everything that's old we're, or bury it on streaming platforms. Edit mm-hmm. the shit away. Because all it takes is like a single generation for younger people to be completely out of touch with how fucking whacked things used to be. Yeah. Like it is important for older generations to have access to see the uh, where it was and the evolution to where we are. It's the only way you can understand the language you're using, I feel like, in some way. Yeah. So I can't my how point the being I can't you bet on Indiana Jones on the first because time. we were can talking about Temple of that? somebody <laughs> mentioned Indiana Jones, wasn't it you?
1: no did i were just like, bring it up out of were like, we were yeah, talking indiana. about indiana twitter and then you went so yeah indiana jones <laughs> yeah
0: somebody met i don't know john this is why i don't do twitter
3: normally There's well, i was happening. like wait what is he getting how is he getting into it okay <sighs> the, the fourth indiana jones movie is a is an embarrassment and a travesty it's like oh you've seen it Crystal Skull? No, no, no. I'm oh, Crystal about- Skull.
1: Sorry, I had actually <laughs> forgotten about it. I had blocked no. it out. It is a disaster. I it's thought, because there's a new disaster. one coming out on
3: Friday. No, no, Dial of Destiny. I'm, like, yeah. we've seen the trailer six times. I've taken my kids to the movies a bunch recently. I mean, I know, Eric, you you've also been, I saw Elemental, by the way. Um, Dial of Destiny, my kids are like, oh, this looks so <laughs> cool. Like, my, my son, who's nine, is like, can I watch Indiana Jones? Like the And I'm like, sure, I'll show him all the other Indiana Jones yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, let me just let's. I, I don't want to show him Dial of Destiny without seeing the first three because I'm like, yeah. I don't want him to watch Dial of Destiny and be like, "This is amazing." I'm gonna be like, "No, no, no, no." no.
1: Right. This is the prequels. This is Star Wars der-ba-j. prequels all over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really
3: have no patience. It might be anymore. good. I, I it.
0: expect it's going to be bad, though. I have no patience anymore for this. This, and I, I've we've reviewed some of them on the show, like um, these these legacy sequel action movies that like they are just the most shameless fan service. And I don't mind. We were just talking pre-show how much of a sort of, um, acolyte of nostalgia I am, but like, I don't mind if you want to give me the fan service to get me in the door, but give me something better and new or try something. I'm not here for a movie that is just hitting all the beats and you watch that trailer and you're like really like this is what we're doing we're we're dragging we're pumping formaldehyde into the corpse of Harrison Ford, so we can. Wow. Just do that one more time.
2: Like,
3: yes. <laughs> uh, I have so many thoughts on Indiana. Jones. We do not have time to get into the full Indiana Jones and like what went wrong with that franchise because it was such a vital franchise. Yeah, when it was. Here is why I brought it up. John Skyler tweeted us about it. I am about to. Uh, oh, okay. Right. I okay, was okay. like, sorry. Was a, we just. Yeah, we went off on like the most insane tangent. Um. Look, like part of the issue, this is like a media Hollywood issue. Like there's no stars anymore. Like Harrison Ford is like more famous than anyone under the age of 30 right now. Like they, when he made the first thing, yeah, just, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know, Rachel, like who's opening oh, movies now as a star? No, with,
0: well, we've talked about this. It's the consequence of the, the dissolution of monoculture. Sure. You, those 90 stars are going to be stars forever. And when they die, they're just going to make AI recreations of them and keep making Indiana Jones movies. In no, they're,
3: they're not because like this movie is going to bomb, and then they're just going to be yeah, like, "We got to let." When this you sit can for just make time. computer Harrison Ford. Did you watch Black Mirror, John? I, I haven't, I'm but I'm, I'm I increasingly am out on the idea. But what I'm that saying is, AI these types is going of going to icons,
1: like any of this, nonsense. these types yeah, I think of icon- we've got a handful left, but they're aging. These right? they're types they're of old, icons are not. To like, your on, point, though, John, these icons are not
0: being replaced. Like right. they're it's not being replaced Keanu, by things Nick that are, feel yeah. that feel equally as Tom Cruise larger than life. Like the, for whatever, I hate Tom Cruise, but what I understand about him is that he he demands to be looked at as larger than life, and he knows he's from that era, and still has that, and he knows there's no one else doing
3: it, which is you why he, you know what, Tom Cruise is successful, do? he doesn't fucking use Instagram. He doesn't make himself accessible yeah, in that way. So and this right. what all these other stars are like, look at me all the time. It's like, we don't want to look at you all the time. You're a fucking movie right. star. Like you have to exist in a different... Plain than the rest of humanity yeah.
1: yeah otherwise you're not a movie
3: star and that's totally why i don't look have stars to a certain extent i i that's part of it for think sure you're onto it
1: yeah yep mm-hmm. like it's too you're too accessible like there yeah. is this idea that fandom is what is going to elevate you but it like dilutes it to some degree yeah. there are no like like beyonce can do it but also beyonce is she's on social media but she's not yeah, on it's, social it's, media it's a, yeah yeah
3: Beyonce's as inaccessible today as she ever was. Let's just be clear. Oh,
1: 100%. Like, no one, but no I one right. Beyonce. you <laughs> right. Like you are not going to like slide into Nick Cage's DMs. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm
0: not be so I sure mean, about that. Seems they, his Only because yeah. he doesn't
1: have them. Not because.
0: No. So <laughs> <to laughs> Skyler so, um, wrote in, hashtag SBGH. I'm really looking forward to the new Indiana Jones and saying mm-hmm. that I'm hyped for the new Chris Ooh, Nolan Sorry, Skyler. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Saying that I'm hyped for the new Chris Nolan joint would be a huge understatement. Are there any upcoming movies, summer blockbuster, or otherwise that you're excited for? Yeah, uh, sure. I'm like a goldfish. I don't really know what's happening except if it's right in front of me. So I, I'm not the person to ask this. All right, Rachel, Barbie. you go.
1: Barbie, for Barbie sure. looks fun. Very excited for that. <laughs> Greta probably, Gerwig. Yeah, I'm not mean, gonna I go see Greta. it. At the I love Greta
3: Gerwig, just but uh-huh. like. I don't know. I'm hoping
1: I don't know. it's like very subversive. We'll see. But then Dude. the big one, speaking of movie stars, the, I'm I people are going to judge me for this, but I cannot wait to get my greedy eyeballs on the next Mission Impossible movie. Like oh. these are the big dumb action movies that I live for. You know what's oh, interesting? I think, I really yeah, I think that movie's going to do really well.
0: I
3: think people are very excited about it. Hot off
0: my Tom Cruise rant, like <laughs> seeing them, all the Mission Impossible, <laughs> just people not shutting the hell up about it has made me think like, should I go back and watch these movies? Yes. Like I've never seen a single one.
1: Yes. Oh You've my seen God. Any of them? yes. Skip no. two. You don't need to see two. Two is hot garbo, but one, three, four, five. Now, and The new one. Get into it. I do
0: know all the words to that limp biscuits on that they used in well. one of them. Does that count?
1: <laughs> it doesn't hurt. <laughs> <I> mean, okay. <laughs> but that movie is it's the John Woo one. There are doves. It is bad. It has not aged well. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the rest of them are fantastic, and this new one looks incredible. Yeah, hmm.
3: I've I think I've seen the first three. I don't know if I've seen any since then. I know people love them. Mm. Is that it's a, funny because no, that's not um, Abrams. Wait,
0: was it Abrams, Abrams? Is Abrams?
1: three. Abrams yeah. is three. Oh, okay. Brad Bird is four. So, but they're different and then,
3: directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's mm-hmm.
3: wild. Who who's doing this newest one, Rachel? Do you It's
1: know? uh um oh my god, I'm blanking. It's the guy that's done the last three. Um, my god. It's not
3: the uh, Top Gun Maverick guy, though. No. 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 Okay. No. Okay. I did. I did. We talk about. I did go watch Top Gun Maverick after a long. I gave it a long breather.
1: Chris Chris McQuarrie. That's what. Okay. That's
3: another thing that does absolutely
0: nothing for me. Is Top Gun. It's here's the thing. It's really good. It's like a great
3: experience. It's kind of stupid, like. The the fucking last act <laughs> of that movie is re fucking ridiculous and whatever. Like, but it's fun. Like, I had a really nice time watching it.
0: Um, you know what else I don't care about, so, John? Hmm. Die
3: Hard. Don't care. Okay. Don't
0: okay. care about I mean, Die the Hard. The first three Die Hard. Don't care about all, all care. the
1: sacred cows are getting yeah. this. <laughs> don't tonight. care about lethal
0: weapon. None of those movies. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah,
1: Predator really, Two. You know,
3: one and two. I was did they? The third one is the one with Joe Pesci. That couldn't one gets tell a you. little ridiculous. Or is that the same You know what one? movie I do
0: like, though, John? House Party
3: 2. That's a good movie.
0: Okay. That is a good movie. It's the one where they're in college and they're at a pajama party.
1: <laughs> oh, it's the part of pajama jammy jam? Pajama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Come on. See, we can we can reach across the aisle. Things Thank were you. a little rocky with um, the Indiana Jones, but here we are at the pajama jammy jam. <laughs> they, they, remade,
3: or they're rebo- they rebooted uh, House Party this year. Uh, oh, LeBron's right. company. Then there was like a, they
0: did a how how I guess it was three maybe where they recruited a bunch of these little kids that I think were rappers nineties rappers at the time. So like there were two storylines where like Kid and Play were like adults and one of them was getting married and there was like a bachelor party situation happening. But then half of the movie was about these are like kids. I don't want this
3: for my Kid and Play. <laughs> half of them were about like
0: these little kids getting into their like high like little kid they were yeah. like tweens.
3: You were so irreverent, Kim kid play,
1: Kittenplay and now the marriage. Yeah. Oh. Don't all right, first all.
3: Let's get to the questions, Eric.
1: Please. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. questions. <laughs>
3: Did House you have a blockbuster, John?
1: No. Um, Maybe the thing that I am I
3: I'm there's nothing else coming that I'm like super thrilled about other than uh Voyage of the Demeter in the horror. <gasps> yeah. Universe. yeah seems very all right. very that into good. That one. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be cool.
0: I, I'm like a broken record with this, but I want to see Oppenheimer.
3: That's about the only thing I think about when I'm like movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I just like, I'm not. It's fucking three hours long. Like I, it's
0: so. Yeah, he's on my list though of people that can do that as we went over last week when we did of Afraid. I could
1: mm-hmm. look at Killian Murphy for three hours. I think I could handle that.
0: Yeah. Oh, Rachel, did you know that I worked with somebody who went to high school with him in the small Irish town that they were both from?
1: Well, now I just want to touch
0: the hem of your shirt. <laughs> and he was like, totally, he was so funny too. He was totally bitter about it. He'd just be like- yeah, Really? I don't know. He, like, he, there was nothing interesting about him. Like, if, like He's like, if you had like give me a lineup and like, which one of these people from my school would be famous, I would not have picked him. That's like, so
1: of funny. course he's doing it in the accent, which makes it even better. One of my favorite things is have you seen the compilations of his, like his face in press junkets where he's no. just like oh <laughs> like resting bitch face. Does he look like me? he doesn't want to be there? Because that's my favorite oh, genre, because yeah. that's that's what I experience. mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll find you a compilation, sir. You're gonna I, be like, I feel representation, <laughs> representation matters. <laughs> that's right. Then I'll understand.
0: Uh, what's your favorite horror movie soundtrack to put on during
3: game nights?
0: That's a weird. I don't play games with other people, friend.
3: Um, <laughs> I play games with my kids a lot. Now they they like board games, so yeah. I
0: recently It's tough for this- me, John, because the seven-year-old knows how to play and the four-year-old doesn't, and the seven-year-old's a stickler. So, like I would gladly just give the four-year-old the cards and the chips and be like, pretend. The seven-year-old's like, that's not how you play it. No, and then game. there what's- the other ones crying and then my night's ruined, John.
3: Why yeah, yeah have, no, I mean, I no, get it. Reason. But also, like, that's that's the whole point of board games. It's like enforced rules. It's like nah, rules enforcement. Just put him to bed early. Rachel, did you have an actual answer to this question that didn't involve children <laughs> yelling at <into>
1: Sure, <laughs> yeah. So I recently played the Thing game. Have you guys played this? Where it's no. like, it's kind of like werewolf in that, like, someone may be the Thing. Mm-hmm. And it's. Super fun. Like, if oh, we, God, like a bonus content, we should totally play a game of the thing because <laughs> it gets vicious. But we put on the thing soundtrack and it was so much fun. Like, the vibe was perfect, obviously, <sighs> because of the theme so strong. It is a fun game. Highly recommend.
3: <sighs> My kids are not ready for this, but uh, so it does look really good.
1: It's really fun. Oh, like, because cool. Okay. There's rounds. And at first there's one, there may be one thing, there may be no things, but as you go, there's like opportunities for more people to get infected. And then it's like, as a thing, you're just trying to get on the chopper, (laughs) but then you'll like flame, like someone will get a flamethrower and burn someone to death and then find out they're human. It's great. It's super fun. Ah,
2: yeah.
3: Okay. Cool. With the thing soundtracked, even better.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I did what I do when someone tries to get me to play board games, which is I zoned out and I apologize, Rachel.
1: <laughs> ah, okay. The second I'm glad we starts, reached that level in our friendship where you're just like, I'm done with you.
0: The second that someone starts <laughs> explaining board, it's not you, it's board games. The second someone starts explaining board game rules to me, my brain turns to radioactive mush
3: and like, there's just no coming back. Just to be clear, there was never a point where I thought uh, you were interested in board games, Eric. That's, that's, you know, that's where we are. I, I mean, this is how I know you. So Levi's with you, Rachel.
1: Yes. Um, Levi knows what's good. <laughs>
0: all right. To Instagram, to Instagram. I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, we missed this question last week, but I thought it was worth bringing up. What do you fear most about
1: getting old? Uh, <laughs> I knew this would
0: send Rachel into a spiral which is Yeah, I'm like I'm down real.
1: the rabbit hole my friend. Like just entropy of everything. You want to really get you want to really
0: get real here tonight, Schnorr? Let's Something do it. Real? Let's do it. I'm afraid of having no money
1: mm. and not being
0: able to support myself, which I think is probably a fear a lot of millennials share. Uh, I'm also afraid of losing my mind and not knowing it. That's yeah. that's I'm sure a pretty common fear. Yo, like bad, bad news, bro. You're no, I know. You're well, I'm not getting less weird with age. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's normal.
3: That's normal. I, my, my issue, I mean, and like, I mean, I don't talk about them, but like, I, I run a lot. I'm a, I'm an avid runner. And, uh, it was like I turned 40 and literally my body yeah. just started falling apart. And Welcome so I'm to like, hiking.
1: Well, and so I'm like you know I'm, still need,
3: to, I'm still trying to run. And I and I am. I'm like kind of getting back now from a point like a pretty low point about a year ago. And uh, need, but it's taken a long time. What you need, John, is mobility work. Well, I've I've had to dramatically adjust my schedule. Dramatically being like instead of running seven days, now I run like, five days. You need to get
0: yourself a right. yoga mat and some like yeah. kettlebells. And start doing some complex, you know, you doing some stretching. If I can show stretching. you over
3: the my my that's yeah. that's that corner is the uh, that's
1: it's actually <coughs> mostly my wife's stuff, but we got all kinds of shit in the old room here. I don't know it. Maybe it's bullshit. I can only speak from my experience, but collagen was a game changer. Like it. Uh, all of a sudden, I was like, I have cartilage again. Or at least I feel like I have it again. I've
0: been on and off with collagen and maybe i have never stuck with it long enough mm-hmm. to like see any results. Because it am like a, you supplement. take a pill? No. You can do you a powder some, or you, you can, drink, can do drink a pill. The yeah, powder I mean. is like vile. It's like, whatever. I'm just used to vile health stuff, so I just down it because that's how yeah. I like to do it. I mean, just, but just like, throw it in something gross and it'll just be it, gross. It tastes like a yeah. powderized animal joint is what it tastes
1: like. It depends. It if you want a powder thing, I'll let you know which one to... Because a lot of them have heavy metals, so you have to make sure you get one that's been tested oh, for it. Yeah, yeah. So I've done a lot of research on which ones to do, and I can tell you which tablets. I'm, if you do tablets I just know yeah, I'm or not going to stick with it, so... Yeah. Uh, uh, or John, right, just, just, you can I'll drink some posted. bone broth. Yeah. You could just do bone broth. That'll do it for you. That's not going to taste less like an animal, though.
3: <laughs> what if I just get some bones <laughs> it,
0: like, Oh, but at least it's flavored like an animal, right? Like, that's it's true. not just... Soylent animal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess that's true. It's not the LaCroix um, of animal. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> the thick, mm. viscous LaCroix. Of, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, to, uh, top
0: five African-American horror movies. Wow. Um,
2: um, yeah. Jordan
0: Peele
1: has three. <laughs> so what are yeah. the
3: other two. That's um, true. We've reviewed, I think, both Tales from the Hood on the film.
2: Tales, I mean, the first
0: Tales in the Hood. I remember, like, when we visited Tales in the Hood, being much more impressed with it than I thought. Because it, yeah,
3: yeah, it's good. I it's really feel good. like I would need a list because I yes. I can't awesome. off the top. Of, it's how I feel anytime anyone's like, come up with your top five, whatever. It's like, oh fuck, I need to do some research here. Um. I mean, what
1: does it need to, to qualify? As well, that's black? what I was going to say. Black like, f- made by black filmmakers? Yeah, that, ha- ex- that's have, what I was going to ask. Can too. you have a black, black, black main character? Because then I'm like Tales from the Crypt for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can paint it? Um, um, yeah,
0: that's true. Um, all right, moving on. Okay. I'm going to actually change Chris's question here to one that I think you guys will have an easier time answering. Are what? Just give me, what are the horror comedies? What are you guys into?
3: I mentioned Hell Baby. We talked about Th- Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I actually uh, think I might not be a huge horror comedy fan. Well, I think what we do in the shadows, the film, is incredible. Yeah. Just yeah. like truly an incredible film. Those uh, are the I'm, three that I can like name. I'm gonna say I am going to say. think. Idle Hands.
1: <laughs> the Frighteners. And Never seen that, Is that a comedy? Oh, wow. I saw it. Oh, it's yeah. totally a comedy. Yeah. 100%. I feel like I only saw
3: I I think that was like a movie I put on at the video store back in the day. And I don't know mm-hmm. that I've actually watched it. That's uh, isn't it Michael J. Fox?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um it's Peter Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um, shit. Okay. And it has uh uh oh gosh, what is his name? Reanimator is in it as like Oh um, uh,
3: not Stuart Gordon. Um yeah, yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and
1: then me. you guys, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but Extraordinary is definitely a whole yeah, comedy yeah, re- that I we love.
3: That. We like that. I, I liked it. I don't know that,
0: Eric. Yeah, liked it I much.
1: love that movie. Um,
3: They're
1: actually not never similar. Oh. Is
3: that the one
0: with um, British? It's,
1: it's, Will, yeah, and Will Arnett is in it. <laughs> Will
3: <yeah>. Arnett's <laughs> like the, he's like an evil sorcerer. Um, Yeah, Housebound, the movie Housebound.
1: Oh, yes, Housebound. That's another great one. That opened up all
3: basically all of the Kiwi horror movies. So yeah. Black Sheep is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, there's that. De- oh, well, I mean, if you want to go brain dead is like, you know,
1: I love Peter Jackson,
3: obviously. Yeah. I love brain. Yeah, dead. That would definitely be my top five. Um, yeah. Dracula dead and loving it.
0: You know, <laughs> you know what I watched um, when I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago was I hadn't seen since we did it on the show was club dread and it's like not good no, club dread was that, that was show. the broken lizard thing yeah. they were uh-huh. their, and it's like i loved super troopers i just was like uh, i'm a very basic 2000s white dude i just loved super troopers and was so excited for that movie and it's just baffling how terrible it is like
2: it's, <laughs> it's like
0: it's very clear that those guys have been writing super troopers since they were like 15 years old and revising that script and it was like man that was their 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 moment and then they're like let's make another movie and they're like uh Oh shit! Okay, and like for some reason, three of them have accents. Like, why? Why did you all need accents in this movie? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's just bad. But Jordan Ladd's in it, so you got that going for you. There you go. Horror comedies. Last question of the night. Halfway through the year, how do you feel about this year so far? I am feeling not great about it. However, I'm noticing that I always feel that way about this time. Mm-hmm. And that like the the real good stuff is usually saved for late summer, fall. So like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm 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 holding out some hope. Talk to There's, me It's coming
1: and It's pretty great.
3: So uh, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've seen I mean it I know times. that's like the
1: Actually yeah, I saw it again it, last night. <laughs> wait,
3: like where did you see it but it was a For, <laughs> work, for work. Okay, because A twenty four bought it at a Sundance, right?
1: hmm um, So I saw it at Sundance and then I saw it again last night and okay. it's pretty great.
3: I know. I mean, well, that's definitely, like, on my list. I, I talked about Demeter. I'm excited about that. Um, the other one, I- I'm curious, Rachel, what are you hearing about Haunting in Venice? Like, it's
1: it's the third of the... I mean, I don't know how horror it's going to be. I think so it'll be fun tra- and charming. and But the
3: trailer is super horror-y.
1: yeah. But I it's feel like, like it's going to be like a Scooby-Doo situation. <laughs> I,
3: it's just weird to me, like, how hard they're going at horror with the trailer. Like, I, because I would, I similarly felt the same. Like, I was sort of like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Um, it's definitely big, but like, for a horror movie, it's an enormous budget, I have to assume.
1: Yeah, um, The
3: Exorcist
1: remake is coming. <laughs> no. That, I mean, have you seen the, like, the buzz on that, that it is? <laughs> no. But, like, no, guess what? I saw, what? I saw the Halloween yeah.
3: movies,
0: and
1: yeah. they're yeah. fucking... Horrible. But, like, the first one was okay. You know, first like, this was good.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll stand up for that first Halloween. Yeah, movie. me too. Sure, i But stand again, version two, but the more recent ones are This the is bad. what I, and I say I went into this deeply on that show, but like, that Halloween being such a, a, a property with such potential money making opportunities, I feel like the Blum was like up Gordon Green's ass during the making of that first one putting him on rails and making sure it was good. And then when it did gangbusters and you kind of guarantee you can throw out some sequels and make some money. I think he went like here, kid you drive. And I think he just let Gordon green do it. And it was, that made it very clear that dude's like talent ceiling.
3: Universal has put so much money into this exorcist movie. Like mistakes were made. It, but if it's, like, if it's truly bad, it's going to be, like, an epic. But disaster. if he,
0: I understand how I mean, you might like, have hired him after that first Halloween movie came out and surprised, you know, defied expectations.
3: Rachel, yeah. if it's as bad, if it's as bad as your, I, I haven't, I really haven't heard buzz because I, like, I'm trying not like to pay attention. Yeah, okay. They I don't know. That's it. I bus. feel like they're going to have to push it a year because they, they, wasn't that reported number 450 for the rights? Oh, $450 million for the rights to make these movies. Like, Damn. or maybe that's what they committed as like a total budget number. It was some.
1: Yeah, maybe. The number
3: I have in my head is 450. I yeah, thought I it know. was just for the rights to make a trilogy.
2: It, it might be. Been, like, I mean,
1: I would like it to be movies. good. Alan Burstyn, you know, but. But like,
3: just for a horror movie in I'm general, hearing. that's like an idiotic thing to do. Wait, and is then, this like, like a, a modern sequel
0: to the it's, original movie? Well, it's it, the prequel. It's a.
3: It's There's three of them. Like, is Linda Blair going to
0: be
1: in it? I don't know. I know Ellen Burstyn is, but I haven't seen anything about Ellen Burstyn's
0: alive. Like she was so old in *Requiem for a Dream* that was twenty years ago. I mean, well, I think they made her look old
3: in that movie. I
0: hope so. so.
2: yeah, this is a Harrison
1: Point 20, situation
3: <laughs> 25 years ago, too. Um, yeah,
1: I'm like looking at my list of what I, I, I'm i a little bit behind, to be fair. Um, but yeah, this I don't know about this year so far, but yeah, I, we haven't had that. like Maxine is coming, that'll be good. Oh, like when is that? I didn't have a date on that. Yeah, Maxine, if
0: I can get like a, a Banger top three, then I can usually come out of the year feeling pretty good. But I have nothing in my top three yet that I'm like in love with. I'm looking at the well, fourth that I have, and it's not good. I'm like, oh boy, yeah. Bo is afraid is the only movie that really kind of like knocked my socks off. Can we get
3: off, a Rachel yeah. Bo is afraid? Just thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: I haven't seen it yet.
3: Oh, okay. I know.
1: Can't, I know. I can't get it. No, I mean, I need to. I need to watch it. Would soon. it
3: surprise you, Rachel, that I did relate
0: to a movie about a neurotic white guy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you guys didn't really like Infinity Pool, which shocked me. No, and it's yeah, that was, I was
0: high on Eric's list, isn't it? Is bu- it? I bumped it up because I can actually oh, remember ahead. it. And my number 10 <laughs> movie, the Kevin Williamson thing, I literally, I, every time I bring it up, I go, what was <laughs> this sick movie? Like, can sick. someone remind me what this is? <laughs> so I'm like, you know Not what? I on my so I'm like, you know what? I remember everything about Infinity Pool. You get moved up to five.
3: No, no. Infinity Pool is going to end up being high on my list for that exact reason. Like I, it's (laughs) it is memorable. Like whether or not I loved every minute of it is a separate question. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I don't expect to be good is Insidious: The Red Door. Which when does that come out? Two weeks, Eric. Two weeks. It's actually theatrical
0: this week, right?
3: No. So this forthcoming, we're going to do the Wrath of Becky. Isn't
1: that what it's called? That's
3: VOD. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a that's a VOD situation. Have you seen it, Rachel? Don't nah, spoil. No, not
1: yeah. No, I I won't. I won't. I, it's one that I've been looking forward to because I, I like the first one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it yeah. And it's Reminds like you, is Kevin James. Like, dead? would yes. you
1: be surprised that I responded to a movie about an angry teen girl <laughs> going on a murderous <laughs> rampage? Didn't she explode
3: <laughs> Kevin James's head? Like, didn't yeah, like his head yeah. literally I do like, explode? I think
1: it's a, a teenager taking out a bunch of Nazis. I'm like, yeah. is this? I do my think name? it was fun. It was. I fun. do think it's a it super interesting property. That's my ASMR.
0: It's a super interesting property to get a sequel after this amount of time to revisit this character as like a teenager. Like I'm pretty intrigued by
1: whatever that is. Love it. Right. I'm also really curious about this new Yorgos Lathimos sort of Frankenstein oh. film. That looks like it's up its own ass in exactly the way I like <laughs> it. It's thing. like,
2: uh,
3: <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Something like Sky Something in the World of Tomorrow. You remember? It was like my
1: all. Captain. Yes. <laughs> with Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I do remember <laughs> this with Angelina Jolie. Yes. <laughs> I have not thought about that it since like I walked out of the theater.
0: Crazy. I don't know. I mean, John, it's Yorgos. You eat a couple gummies. Wilson. I bet Sky Captain's the best movie ever made <laughs> it might be <laughs> just saying
3: it might be <laughs> but, um no look i i'll give yorgos is on my list like eric's been making his list yorgos is on my list like yeah uh so i'm there for it but it also it it looks wacky so. yeah
1: but i don't know i like it when it's i like it weird i don't know but that is my kind of like i set up its own butt kind of movie yeah. What do you call it? Fart smelling? Yeah. <laughs> That's, fart smelling? That is the fragrance of farts I yeah. must well, enjoy. <laughs> Rachel,
0: what are you doing when your head is up your own butt if not smelling your farts? It, mm-hmm. it all tracks. Yeah, there I mean, go.
1: sure. They say stop and smell the roses. I say no. The farts, <laughs> stop and smell your own please. farts.
0: <laughs> Get high on your own supply. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it this week for <coughs> the blackening. Next week, the wrath of Becky. We're getting into it here. Summer movie season. Uh hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk to you soon. See you. Bye
2: bye.
3: Oh,
0: bye-bye.